Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Allie is the longest-running spiritual podcast on iTunes, now Apple Podcasts. I've been helping us there since 2005. Today is Monday, October 17th, 2022. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading or find out more about me, just visit outofbodyecstasy.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating, review it, and share it with three friends. We are still on season 17. This is episode 32. Uh, Last Sunday was the Engaging the Spirit Metaphysical Fair. Had a wonderful time. Did quite a few readings, met a whole group, new, new group of people. It was just a really good time. And for those of you who came out and said hi, thank you so much. It was great meeting you. Now, I also did not do an Ask Allie last week. I know. What was I doing? Well, I moved Ask Allie um, to a new server, to a new host, I guess. And... Um, that took up some of my time and then I didn't feel good last week and I just I had so much homework to still get caught up on when I had the flu and bronchitis from the week before so yeah I'm finally caught up everything's good um, everything got moved over to the new host so yay <laughs> I I am pretty happy with that and I'm going to be starting a new network a new podcast network I can't think of the name of it yet Uh, or it would already be up. Um, I want it to encompass uh, metaphysical topics and then um, wellness, integrative wellness. So it has to be both realms, but I don't know what to call it other than Allie's Network. (laughs) And that's not very descriptive. Um, I thought about calling it the 777 Network um, to go with the Institute. Maybe that's what I will call it because it kind of encompasses both. But uh, numerology-wise, I want to see if that works. But if you guys have any ideas, by all means, send me an email at allythesatyahoo.com and let me know so that I can get the network up and running and start, um, hopefully, in getting podcasts to join the network. Yes. Okay. So let's move forward to the magical item of the week. And this week I picked Woodruff. Yes, Woodruff. Woodruff. The gender is masculine. It represents the planet of Mars, the element of fire, and it helps with victory, protection, and money. Now, Woodruff is carried to attract money and prosperity and to bring victory to athletics, athletes and warriors. And it's placed, when placed inside of a sachet made of leather, it also guards against all harm. So, you can carry Woodruff, Woodruff to, um, as, a, as a sachet, maybe put some of that in there, um, some bladder whack, uh, seaweed, um, some cinnamon, maybe some basil. Um, some oak moss. That's a fantastic prosperity slash money sachet. And if you put it in a leather, then that will also help protect you from harm. This is a pretty good plant. I've, I've never even considered this plant before, but I, you know, 
did eeny, meeny, miny, moe and put my finger to one and here was wood roof. <laughs> now, if you'd like to see um, the little card I have on it, maybe save it to your um, library. It'll be on this episode's um, post on atabodyecstasy.com. Now, moving on, let's do the Oracle Card Overview of the Week for October 17th, 2022. I am using the Moonology Manifestation Oracle Cards by Yasmin Bolin. And there will be a picture of the cards I'm about to draw, again, on the episode's post at AdabodyEcstasy.com. All right. So let's see what we are going to pull for this week. I feel like I'm saying no whammies, no whammies. It should be a good week. Last couple weeks have been kind of rough. This one should be pretty good. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, so, card, come here, cards, give me a card, give me a card, come here, there we go, card number one, sheesh, doesn't want to give that up, card number two, and card number three, all right, let us put these cards away, get out of the way a little bit. Let's see, card number one. Ooh, I like that one. Card number two. And, ooh, card number three. Nice. Huh. So, card number one here, we have the first quarter moon in Aries, which is all about step into your power. So Monday and Tuesday of this week, you step into your power, whatever that power may be. And when you do this, you know, it's not, your power's not in front of you and you step into it. But what it is, is that you're pursuing something you love. You're um, taking on the bad guy, so to speak, whatever that bad guy might be. And that bad guy could be a belief, a habit, um, a way of life that no longer serves you. And when you step into that power, you can course correct and make it the life you want it to be but you can't do it unless you step into your power. So Monday and Tuesday, it's time to take charge of your life. And for something that doesn't serve you correctly, it is time to drop kick it into the past. All right. Now the second card we have here is the first quarter moon in Scorpio. And it's all about releasing your blocks. So once you step into your power on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, remember the thing that I just said, you know, drop kick it to oblivion? That's your blocks. <clears throat> Whatever is holding you back. Now, a lot of people think, well, this person is holding me back, where I'm currently working is holding me back. But sometimes what's holding you back is something from your childhood. And you don't know about that until you sit there and you think about it. Um, for instance, you know, for the longest time, I could not figure out what blocked me to having more money. It drove me insane. I mean, I, I did everything. I, you know, I released blocks like people said and um, did my, my magic and worked on my energy. And it helped some, but I still wasn't getting the full enchilada. And then suddenly it dawned on me, oh, wait a minute, my money blocks... And this took a lot of work. <laughs> it 
this this just didn't pop into my head one day. I really had to look deep within myself. And that's not an easy thing to do for anybody. Look deep within and I thought, oh, these money blocks are from my parents from growing up. There was never enough. And people who had money were bad people. Never enough money, never enough food. It was never enough no matter how hard we worked. So once I realized that that was it, and my grandparents, God bless them, both my mom and my dad's parents on both sides were exactly the same way. Um, both sides were very frugal, survived during the Depression. Um, I'm like, wow, this, this whole money thing goes back, goes back a, a ways. And once I was able to understand that, then I knew I could release my blocks. And that was my block to money. And ever since then, it, money hasn't been an issue. <laughs> so releasing blocks could be something as superficial as um, the people you are surrounding yourself with to something as deep as something from your childhood um, that needs to be released. But the days to do that is Wednesday and Thursday. And you do that after you step into your power on Monday and Tuesday. And then for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we have full moon in Gemini, which is all about embrace the flow of life. Now, when we step into the flow and we allow the flow to take us places to where our soul needs us, our physical body to be, life seems to go a bit easier. But as humans, we like to fight the flow. We want to be in control. We think we know what's best and uh, we don't know what's best. <laughs> um, we, we don't know what's the best thing for us. Uh, we know it hurts us. We know what's bad for us, correct? Which definitely comes with releasing the blocks. But do we know what's best for us? The powers that be, whatever you want to call the divine, the higher power, guides, angels, God, goddess, whatever name you want to give. The big cheese, sometimes what I've called them. Um, th that entity, that power, that energy knows a lot more than we do. It can see past, present, and future all in one swoop. All we can really see is present. We have an inkling of what future will happen based on our what we're currently doing, but we don't know it. That's why embracing the flow of life, jumping into the flow and allowing it to take us places is so very important. Stop swimming against the current and swim with the current. That's what being in the flow is. And life is life. Good things happen, bad things happen. But it's life. Just flow with it. Which again, I know is much easier said than done. So for Monday and Tuesday, we have step into your power. For Wednesday and Thursday, we have release your blocks. And for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we have Embrace the Flow of Life. So it's gonna, it looks like it's going to be a pretty interesting week, just like I thought. <laughs> Good intuitive pull on that one. Now, speaking of intuitive intuition, the topic this week is five ways to develop your intuition. I get that quite a bit. How do I develop my intuition? Allie, you say everybody has it but how do I develop it? It's very important that I do so. Um, well, this, this is it. <laughs> you know, when we're, when we're very young, we ones, um, until about the age of five, we trust our intuition. 
we use it, we go with it, we don't, we don't um, overthink it. But once we hit kindergarten and we're in school and we're around different people, we tend to start ignoring it. We tend to stop thinking about it. We tend to stop trusting it. And the older we get and the more we don't use it, the harder it is to turn to that intuition. You know, we, we instead, you know, being older and what we think is wiser sometimes, we turn to logic and focus on being practical, okay? Based on what our life has been thus far. But listening to that voice or listening to your gut, as some people say, can be a good thing. Now, one way that it can be helpful is meditate for a few minutes a day. That's one way to get into that intuition. Now, I can hear you saying it right now. Oh, my God, Ellie, I hate to meditate. I can't quiet my brain. I can't do it. Why does everybody always say this? Because it works. I am not a big meditation person myself, but I do try to meditate 15 to 20 minutes a day, especially if I find that my intuition um, is being blocked somehow and I can't quite hear it correctly. Um, Meditation always kind of uh, works out the kinks, okay? And when you meditate, you can start hearing the soft voice of intuition. Now you can, you know, meditate through, um, through counting your breaths. You know, you can count yourself breathing in and breathing out and focus it on that. You can focus in on a mantra by saying a word over and over again. Um, you know, you can say intuition, intuition, or mystic, or release, release, release over and over again for, you know, five, 10 minutes. And that works. All right. Um, You can also uh, do guided meditations. I'm a big, I like guided meditations. Um, I like someone taking me down the path and we go to the ocean or, you know, up in, up into a castle or in a cottage in the forest, someplace like that. um, There and sit there and contemplate for me. um, That for me, that works the best, but for you, it might be just a simple mantra of saying a word. Number two, your dreams. Your dreams are full of useful information so much. And some some psychologists, not all, but some psychologists like Freud, believe that we work out challenges in our dreams and um, meet other people in our dreams, which is something that I do believe. Uh, studies show that we average about five dreams a night, and most of us don't even remember one. That's why it's important to record your dreams. Now, after you get in bed, you want to tell yourself as you're falling asleep, you want to remember your dreams in the morning. You want to keep thinking this to yourself until you fall asleep. And then when you wake up, you grab your notebook and your pen that hopefully is sitting next to your bed, or maybe um, a voice recorder app on your phone. Um, As soon as you wake up, you start jotting stuff down or or talking into your phone. Okay, because dreams... Once we get up and go on, they tend to fade very quickly. And then, you know, nightly or maybe weekly, review your dreams and see what intuitive hits you got in your dreams that came to happen in um, your physical life. Now, 
Number three is to follow your intuition. Now I know you're saying, Allie, we're trying to figure out how to do it. Now you're saying to follow it. The surest way for your intuition to never work and never, you know, spring to life and, and help you out is for you to shut it down and ignore it. Now, this is something that takes practice to follow your intuition. You get that gut feeling, follow it, whatever it may be. As long as it doesn't hurt you or your, you or somebody else, <coughs> follow it. It can be something, you know, as simple as taking a walk and you always make a left-hand turn at the end of the street, but all of a sudden your intuition is saying, make that right. Let's see what's down there. Make the right and do see what's down there. Okay. The more you follow your intuition, okay, the more you listen to it and respond to it, the more often you're going to hear it. Okay. Number four, busy your mind. I know you're like, busy my mind. How can that possibly help? Well, some people find that their best ideas come when their mind is busy. You know, busy on something else. You know, not overly busy, like you're multitasking 15 things at once. Um, but it could be, you know, somebody walking, you're driving to work, uh, taking a shower, listening to the rain, reading a book. Um, you know, and all of a sudden you get this, this, this idea springs forth from you don't know where. That's your intuition. Okay? Listen to whatever sprung forth. Write it down someplace, which is number five. Keep a journal. And I'm not good at keeping a journal myself. I pretty much suck at it. But I use uh, Evernote on my computer and on my phone to jot things down. <coughs> I take a few minutes a day and just jot a few things down here and there. Okay? Because when you jot things down, that sometimes opens up the floodgates for your intuition to come through and give you more ideas to jot down. When you start doing this, your intuition brings you insights and ideas that you had never thought possible before. Now, being in touch with your intuition can help you, you know, identify and solve challenges. It can help you open up new pathways. It can help release your imagination and your creativity to create something just you know, you could be the next JK. You don't know. Your intuition is a fantastic resource, but it's important to nurture it. Start with the, start with the small things when it comes to intuition, trust in that gut. And then when you're, when you feel more comfortable, then move on to the long thing, the big things and make the big decisions. All right. Um, make life easier for yourself. It's a resource. Use your resource that it cost you nothing. Give it a shot. You got nothing to lose. And here we are at the end. I want to thank you for joining me at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen equals the more people that can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And if no one's told you today, you are fabulous. Take care and have an exceptional week.